letting everyone know we're getting this thing ready to go. I feel like I haven't heard this tune in a while. Uh, a little, uh, it's a uh, welcome back. Thank you. It is. Uh, been quite the month. Quite the month. Yeah, let's not uh, let's not answer it the same way that you said it yesterday. I don't remember what that was. It was probably something inappropriate. No, you said it was a, a killer month. No, you said that. No, you did. Anyways, guys, I'm so happy to be back. We hope everyone is having a, uh, a great Friday so far. Uh, we're happy to be back with you. I'm ready to rock and roll. We are looking at a end of year. Dang, man. I can't Already. believe it. You know, it's funny. I was talking to uh, some friends of mine up in Kansas. Got a lot of good people up there in Kansas that yes, we work with, partner true. with them. And they were talking about how terrible their baseball team was. And I said, don't worry, guys. You still have a bunch of season left. And they said, Mike, no, it's uh, this. It's already the postseason. This is a few weeks ago. Obviously, right. now we're in the World Series. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's been kind of crazy. But how yeah. you been, Miss Cassie? I, you doing I right? have, I've been I've been good. I'm better. That's you know, like everybody in life, we have some unexpected events and some ups and downs, um, but that is life. So we keep on trudging on, keep our, you know, pick up our head and be grateful for what we have. Anything so that is what about. I'm moving forward. No, but you know, it's interesting. <laughs> I was thinking, so when we were, you know, kind of thinking that about what we were going, I know, I know. But when we were kind of brainstorming on what we wanted to talk about this week and, you know, what we did come up, it brought up a conversation that I actually had with one of my sisters who you spoke to. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, guys, I was kind of out of pocket because I had a death in my family. Right. Um, so, but kind of discussing end of year and stuff that we're going to go over and review really came up because of the situation that she was in, um, you know, her mom passed away and we had to start going through life insurance and discussing beneficiaries and does she know where her documents are? So, you know, it, it really kind of brought it all together. Why it's so important what we're talking about today for everybody, for advisors, as well as your clients. Yeah. There's never a, an awesome time to have this conversation. Right. You know, I was talking to a good friend of mine this last week as well, and she's dealing with cancer yeah. and she just had her second surgery for cancer. And she thought, you know, what, what am I doing to protect my spouse? And, you know, they've got a Brady Bunch type of scenario where they have a blended family, kids from different marriages. And sure. there's a lot of different dynamics there. And so she's sitting back saying, well, am I doing everything I need to be doing? And so, you know, it's it's one of those times, it's it's one of those subjects that people don't like to approach. You know? Right, of course. Not. I had another client in yesterday that, um, you know, when we were talking about the death of him, of the husband, there was a major impact on her from the loss of a pension. Right. Social security changes, all these different things. And she's like, you know, I just didn't expect to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And it really impacted her. Like it was, it was pretty, pretty surreal how much she was having a really tough time. And I, yeah. and I totally get it because it's not a fun thing to talk about, but these are realistic. And so for me, uh, these are things that I really wish uh, would have been done for my mom and dad. Right. Well, and that was a whole basis, you know, of, of why you started the Terrio group and mm -hmm. why we started Motivate. And I think on both sides, you know, your your dad unfortunately passed away. My parents got a divorce and both sides, it left somebody um, a little bit rough and yeah, in rough shape. Some sort of gap. Life experiences, big time life experiences can have a major impact, not just short term. Right. But very long term. So I'm sorry that you had to go through everything. It's been a really tough month for you. I know it's been, it's been hard and yeah. but we're very happy to have you back. Well, thanks. And happy uh, to be back. it's a, it's a reminder though, too, also of why we do what we do. A hundred percent. Most so, definitely. I think that's basically what you were saying for the last five minutes. Yes. Thank you for summing it up. So <laughs> succinctly five minutes later. Hey, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. 
<laughs> I like to make it all happen. So, you know, one of the things we talked to our advisors about this week that we want to bring to you guys today listening to Motivate You is the ability to talk about some some strategies to meet with your clients and have year-end conversations. You know, yes. one thing that we think is really important to realize and the whole premise behind Motivate You is to really have it this be almost like a mastermind mm -hmm. that we can discuss what's out there, what type of things you should be looking at, different ways that you can help take your business to the next level. But some of the best ways to take your business to the next level is to make sure that you're helping those around you. Right, most definitely. I think, you know, nobody ever forgets about their clients, but, you know, doing the small things help build relationships and it also helps you build opportunity. And I want to be able to discern when we're talking about end of year reviews, this is something different than when we're talking about doing anniversary appointments exactly. or investment reviews that, you know, hopefully you're doing at least on a quarterly basis. The end of year review is a check-in. It's a great touch point, but it's also an opportunity to discover different things that may have changed, you know, really help facilitate your clients to get them ready for the new year. And again, to find opportunity for, you know, you as the advisor. Yeah. So it's one of those um, hitting two birds with one stone thing. Yep. It's a great way to keep in touch with your clients, make sure that they're aware of what's going on. But also, I mean, if you look around us right now, there's been some changes. Just you know, a little bit. They're talking about, you know, the, the different potential tax changes. They're mm -hmm. talking about, you know, huge budget changes. Um, these are going to have, these potentially, potentially. have a, a significant impact on people's retirement accounts. So right. the reality of it is most of your clients right now out there are wondering what to do. They, they're seeing this stuff on the news. Mm -hmm. They're hearing about it on the radio. They're hoping that someone like you, someone who takes care of them, who looks at them and has your bias aimed towards positioning to help them. Right. They're hoping that you will talk to them about what's going on. So, mm -hmm. you know, we want to take this this mastermind idea, this this idea of taking highly motivated financial advisors. This is what mm -hmm. motivates all about taking highly motivated financial advisors who share the same common goal in helping people. Yeah. And encourage that. So we want to t talk about different ways that we can help yeah. encourage that encourage and improve it, people's businesses. Right. And help facilitate it too. I mean, one of the big things, and when I'm talking to other advisors that are different organizations, I actually just had this con this conversation yesterday, is they're, you know, with a large organization and say, yeah, they're great. Um, they have great, great products, really good programs. The problem is, is I'm not taught anything. I don't know how to implement anything. I'm not trained on anything. So one of our major goals with Motivate is to bring these things to our advisors, but then actually make it a real tangible way that they can implement anything that we're talking about into their process and really see success with it. So this is the exact same thing that we did with the year-end review. Yes, it's a, it's a concept that everyone should be doing, but we actually want to give you deliverables to help you have that conversation and a process to do so. You know, what do you say when you get them on the phone? What is the appointment about? Do you have collateral that's going to help steer it in the right direction? Yeah, and it comes down to philosophy. I mean, one of the things that I feel that differentiates, you know, motivate from other FMOs, IMOs, RAs, everything else out there <clears throat> is the fact that we want to focus on that of being a consultant Correct. and being a real true business owner and, and knowing how to help our clients short and long term. We're mm -hmm. not just there to sell a product. And that's one of the big changes I think that's important. And that's why you mentioned earlier, this year in review, it's, it's not just a a thing to do just, just lightheartedly. This is a mm -hmm. big deal. And we want to make sure it's, a, it's utilized as a tool to kind of strengthen that relationship, strengthen that bond with your Always. clients. But also you've mentioned this before, showing them the value, reminding yes. them of that value that they, that, that they bring to this person's mm -hmm. life, this individual's life, 
providing them the lifestyle that they dreamt of in retirement, not living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And as we go through, so we're going to give you guys exactly what we gave our advisors. And that is one of the things. And when we discussed it on Tuesday, and I don't want to jump the gun because we'll go through it. But when we're talking about showing, providing that value, we saw a few Mm -hmm. little advisors, the light bulb went off. And, you know, like I said, we'll kind of go deeper into that as we carry on the conversation. And one thing I tell you is your your clients will not be unhappy with added value. No, never. Who, Who would be? They would definitely appreciate the fact that you're bringing that to them and that you're going to help them out with everything. So when we talk about the year in a review, Mm -hmm. um, obviously one of the first things people are going to discuss is investments. Of course. Right. That's the the first place. I mean, when we look at the market right now, economically speaking, that's probably one of the bigger concerns, not Mm -hmm. the biggest. And we all know the T word is the most, most important one, but it's a, it's a very big concept and things that people need to cover. Yeah. And when you're looking at it, obviously you're going to look at the investment strategy, but what are their current goals? This year has changed a lot. A lot of people have shifted priorities. So does their portfolio positions really, you know, reflect that? Are they in the the correct risk tolerance? What changes have made that maybe you need to make it, you know, a few adjustments to their investments. Well, and keep in mind, folks, we've had a pretty darn good run since 2009 since the last real beat up of 2007 2008 so i think a lot of clients have become numb Mm -hmm. to what i call like the stubbing your toe yeah you forget how painful it might be it is not fun you remember it sucks but you never remember how bad it sucks until it's midnight i got a paper cut the other day and dang that stung so bad (laughs) no paper cuts you might as well just cut your finger off i know paper cut is brutal but you know when you look at the investments not only only has the economy changed, not only has the market changed itself. I mean, think about this. Ten years ago, what was Bitcoin? Who knows? It was a thought process, right? right? So when you look at this, these digital currencies, things like that, that's different. When you mm-hmm. look at the economy around us, that's different. New uh, White House. Yeah. Whole new administration in there. That's different. But in addition to that, I'd be willing to bet your clients' lives have probably changed since 2009 as well. Mm-hmm. If we look at this 12-year run that we've had since the Great Recession that most people talk about. Many clients have changed. Those yeah. clients that were 60 are now 72. That's what I was thinking. If we think of the demographic that most yeah. advisors are working on, you know, maybe they had just gotten into retirement. So is has income, guaranteed income, become more of a concern for that person? Is it more of a long-term care strategy? Mm-hmm. We all know, you know, medical costs is the biggest thing that can really affect an individual's nest egg. So are they protected? Yeah, it's a significant amount of people that underestimate how much goes into medical costs right. during retirement. So having that investment review is a very important mm-hmm. thing. But but it's also great for your clients to realize that you're on top of it, that you're not just, you know, utilizing the uh, the head under the sand, you know, right. burying your head in the sand type of technique that we saw people use in 2007, 2008 yeah. that did not work very well for most of Yeah, or if you're just not paying attention to the portfolio, has it been rebalanced? Show them these things. They're going to appreciate that you're taking the time and effort to have that conversation and educate them. Yeah, and then we look at retirement. So obviously we look at investment management as one one portion of the right. retirement plan. But when you look at retirement as an overall strategy, does what you are doing, does what you are doing. Does what you're doing. Still make sense. Doing makes sense. Do you, does what you're doing still make sense? <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> Do you still make sense? Does the plan still make I sense? I never make sense. So well, that's obviously, you know. obviously there to die. Um, does the plan still make sense? Does the plan still fit for what they're looking there for? There we right? go. That's more of the lifestyle thing. That was really hard. <laughs> I 
seriously feel like I did not have struggle enough coffee a today. Yeah, the struggle right. is real. You know, um, one thing we talked about on the way back from lunch, we took one of our team members to lunch today, went and did a little hibachi. Yes. And I am absolutely full and feel like I should take a nap. But we were talking about the fear that we have that a lot of people taking their RMDs might miss this year. Right. Because last year they didn't have to take them. Right. Next year they have to take them. Yeah. And what happens if they miss it? And it's whose responsibility mm-hmm. is it? Well, and then the change with the age as well. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, looking at those type of things, um, should they be doing a max catch up on their 401k? Should they yeah. not be doing the max catch up? Should they be converting to a Roth? One thing that's on the on the fence right now is whether or not backdoor Roth conversions will yes. still be around as of the first of the year. Right. So there's a lot of conversations that you can have. And look, we understand a lot of what's going on right now is speculative. A lot sure. of the, we don't know exactly what these bills are going to look like, but you have to be aware, in my opinion, that's not even a, a maybe, you need to, you are the professional, you are the advisors, and they trust you, and they need someone to tell them how these different changes may impact their right. life. May or may not impact, impact their life. Well, and it also lets them know that you're staying on top of these things, that you're educating yourself, and, and you're ready to pivot along with them, if and when these changes are made. And if they're not, great, at least you've been in communication with them, and everybody's on the same team. It's one of my favorite words. I do love that word pivot pivot well it's one thing that important it is because as a small business owner we can pivot a lot quicker than your larger institutions as well yes so if this bill changes if these different you know rules you know legislation rules tax changes Mm -hmm. any of these type of things happen you as an individual can pivot a hell of a lot faster than some of these large organizations and really still put your your clients in the driver's seat yeah and then it comes down to the other one. The taxes. Right. And that kind of, you know, all of the, <laughs> the, taxes. the taxes, like the, the Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> the, uh, the gram. Yeah, the gram. Taxes. Um, but what, you know, when we talk about taxes, you know, we've already kind of mentioned legislation. We're not going to beat that to death. We know that there's, you know, some changes coming. Mm-hmm. But are there possible credits or deductions that you can look at, you know, before the year comes to an end? You kind of always mention when April comes around, it's kind of the shock and awe. Um, you know, that they're not really paying attention to what they could have done to lessen an impact on their taxes or put them in a better yeah. situation. So right now maybe is a good time to do so. So you you can pivot. Well, you need to um, because as Cassie mentioned, once it's April, it's too late. Right. And that's the common misconception for what the job of the CPA tax accountant is supposed to do. Most people think, right, that the tax provider, the tax analysis, the tax accountant, CPA, EA, whatever you are, most people think that their job is to help you save money on taxes. Truly what the majority of people in that profession are doing is they are locking in the past. Sure. That's Decisions really what that have already been made. There's nothing you can do. You can't do anything, you know, oftentimes after the end of the year, mm-hmm. right? So one of the one of the, the landing pages that we just created to send out to our clients has an actual countdown to 11.59 p.m. on December 31st to let people know this is how many days you have yeah. left. And with all the respect, it's even shortened. I should probably change it because like we just got a letter from TD Ameritrade today saying all of these changes need to be implemented by November 15th. Right. Right. Whereas because, normally we're looking at those things and we really want them done by December 15th. Yeah. These are, this is, so, a, they're, they're, there's, they're short yep. of people. They're, they're short staff. They're merging. All these different things are happening. So we're talking about even almost like a month less than we would normally have in mm-hmm. any given year. So when you look at taxes, those are going to be important. One differentiating value that you can have for your clients, Mr. and Mrs. Advisor, is partner with someone if you need to on the tax side, but having these conversations with people to explain to them the ramifications, good or bad, of the decision that they're about to make. Right. 
prior to them locking in that decision for the rest of their lives. And how it really affects them all the way around. And a few other things, you know, review appreciated property sales. Um, look at your realized and unrealized gains and losses. Um, you know, we've been talking a lot about cost basis information. That is something that may be changing, you know, within legislation as well. So have that conversation now and just be ready. If something changes, are they in the best position? Yeah, and those three things are going to be very important. The fourth most important thing, though, I would say, if we're looking at the big four, would be the insurance. Uh, when you're looking at insurance policies, uh, whether they be annuities, whether they're uh, life insurance, um, are your beneficiaries up to date? So this is a big one for the conversation that Cassie had earlier. Right. Um, you know, Cassie lost someone very important to her family, and and at least they kind of had the, I don't know if I want to say it this way, but they had the luxury that's a horrible word of knowing that it was going to come at some point. Well, it wasn't they, a surprise. They have the, the, yeah. The forethought, the, you luxury know, is a terrible word. Luxury is a terrible word. Yeah. Rude. I wish I could take no, that back. It's okay. I forgive um, you. But no, it, it is. It's, 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 it's like my grandmother, when she passed, she passed from cancer. So we knew that we had this time right. and we were able to get our affairs in order. Prepared. My father talked to me at two o'clock or three o'clock in the morning it was our last conversation we had and he never woke up. Mm -hmm. So the, there's a, those are totally differences when you look at those scenarios. So right. you and I sat down with your own mom. Mm -hmm. When was that? Probably about three years ago now. Um, yeah, close to it. I would say it's been and a while. Your, when did your mom retire? Yeah, probably about three years yeah, ago. Yeah, so your mom came in. Her mom's sweet as heck. And we made a call um, and we started looking at all these different documents. And one of the things that she had was a life insurance policy from the school district that she worked yes. at. Yes. So we decided to do what we're talking about right now with insurance. We called and we asked for you know, just different information. And we want to make sure we're really crystal clear on what this life insurance would provide for you and your two sisters. Mm -hmm. um, and when we got to the beneficiary part, and this because I've been preaching about this for years and yeah. Cassie's worked with me now since 2014. So she's heard me talk about this, but I don't think, she, you know, I don't think people always really understand exactly what it's like to be on this side as a financial advisor. Oh yeah. Until you're sitting there. Right. So we call and we ask who are the beneficiaries mm -hmm. And she said, let me put you on hold. And so we listened to their terrible music for a little dee, while. Dee, dee. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> and talking to your mom, hanging out. And then she comes back and she said, you know, I don't know. And I said, what? And I will never forget your face. I uh, looked yeah. at me because you're like, oh. I, I laugh now, but, and I still cringe at the exact same time because we know this is happening to other oh. people. Well, and, and thankfully we called, right? So their answer to us, and I'm telling you the truth, was they said, we had to look at our microfiche department. If I was a little bit younger, I wouldn't even know what that was. It's uh, it's best <laughs> friends with Dewey Decimal. Yes. So, so they Remember tell the us, newspaper, like on the sliding reel in like elementary school. It was yeah. So the microfiche department had her and her two sisters as the beneficiaries, but we had to wait for weeks to get yeah. that. It took forever for them to tell us that. But here's the key component: if Cassie had not been working for me, and if we would not have taken the time to make that call. More than likely, would you agree that you and your sisters may never have known that that policy even existed? Oh, no, definitely not. My mom loved her to death. She's the sweetest person in the whole entire world, but money makes her cringe and she's not the most organized person, which is why I said, hey, mom, you need to come in and sit with us so we can get everything aligned. Um, but, you know, and and we, we've heard this, the insurance company is not going to go out and search for a beneficiary. They, if mm -hmm. they have the information, obviously they're going to do the right thing. Um, but if it's, you know, trying to find somebody, if they don't have updated information, they're only going to go so far before yep. they say, sorry, we couldn't find you. And that person has no idea that a, they had been set up, you know, so a loved one could take care of them. Um, and be that the other ones had anything coming to them. It, it's, sorry. It's, 
not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then on the insurance side too, when we're talking about opportunity guys, keep in mind that life insurance has had a lot of changes oh, over absolutely. the year. And I know you spout those out a little bit, um, you know, better than I do, but if you have a policy that's a little bit older, excuse me, if your client has a policy that is a little bit older, they may be in a good position to go ahead and update that and change it. A uh, premium okay. might go down. Maybe they can add something like long-term care riders. You know, maybe the death benefit can be a little bit higher just or longer or longer. Yeah. Just because yeah. life insurance products themselves have really gotten better. Um, so it's a win on both sides. Again, you're able to look for an opportunity, but you're putting your clients in a better position. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty common for your clients to come in and you ask them if they have life insurance. They're like, yep, I have life insurance. Yeah, we're good. 25 grand of whole life insurance that my dad bought me when in 1963. Right. So anything that was purchased prior to 2001, is based upon life expectancy factors and mortality charts of, of 1981. Yeah. Since then, we've had it had it adjust several times. I think five or six times now. Mm -hmm. One of the most recent was even this year. So you're going to want to to really look at those things, review them, and see if are there better strategies for these for your clients right. to be able to utilize uh, to put themselves in a position of power and be controlled because once they have their investments dialed in mm -hmm. they've got their um their taxes once we've looked at the retirement we looked at their insurance then they've taken care of themselves they start looking at those different things like maybe gifting sure. uh, maybe utilizing different gifting strategies maybe contributions to lower the threshold once mm -hmm. they know that they're going to be okay and those are things important to look at as well because that also might be changing. Yeah, an opportunity might change. Maybe now it's the time that you have some grandkids that are going to go to college. So you're really starting to think, okay, I would like, you know, I'm okay. Like you said, they're set up. So they see that and now they want to take the opportunity to yeah. make some additional revenue and, you know, do something like gifting or college funding. Um, and then really it just comes down to personal changes. So when we talk about retirement insurance, this is stuff that you can have collectively as a whole, but you want to be personal with your clients too and have that relationship. Speaking so, of personal tax, how yes. about that 12 year old telling me I had a big belly at lunch today? That was pretty funny. I laughed. That was a personal. Technically, she didn't say you had, well, you were. No, she said you have a bigger belly than me. <laughs> She's 12. <laughs> was, what do you want? I for the record, I told a 12 year old, it was her birthday, that she had to clear the plate she, at the hibachi restaurant. Yes. And she said she couldn't. And I said, no one likes a quitter. I'm trying to give her some life lessons. <laughs> I said, no one likes a quitter. I said, I would have eaten it. Look at my plate. She said, well, you have a much larger belly than me. <laughs> she did. It was awesome. She went personal right I, th I think so, I reached across the hot hibachi girl just to give her a high five. Yeah, so now that's a personal change I'm going to try to make is to rid myself of said larger belly. Of large belly. Yes. Yes. But when you talk about personal changes, I mean, right. obviously there's a lot of them, but maybe give some examples if you don't mind. Yeah, so, you know. Did you get married? Did you get a divorce? We saw a lot of people moving or changing jobs. Um, unfortunately, in 2020, people were laid off. They were forced to take early retirement. You know, maybe they have a 401k rollover that they need to. Down here in Florida, and I know a bunch of other places, the housing market has been ridiculous. Unbelievable. Um, between buying and selling. Um, again, people, you know, in 2020, maybe they sold a business. Mm -hmm. Maybe they went out of business. Maybe they had an opportunity to buy one. I, so, yeah. you know, things like that. So those are going to be really personal changes that have nothing to do with legislation or beneficiaries. It's what happened in your life that can have an effect, good or bad, that we need to address. Yeah. I mean, I have one of my clients I just saw this week who is, has adopted their grandchildren. So even though they're in the retirement phase, they yeah. have still adopted the grandchildren. I have other friends of mine who are right around my age that live in Jacksonville that are in the process of adopting a child. So these things can happen no matter where you are age-wise, yes. where you are demographically. Yep. Um, one big thing was 
severe illness. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people out there right now, especially with the pandemic going on, that had a pretty severe illness that are that are trying to get through those different scenarios. Right. Some of you may have lost a family member. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we're seeing the ramifications of that here internally at the Terrio Group as well mm-hmm. at my firm. Where you know clients that I've had working with me for 12, 13, 14 years, um, we've lost them. Yeah. And, and some of it's COVID, some of it's just life. You know, it's it's a terrible, terrible thing to lose that the people that are that important. Right. Which we you know we look at like almost like a family member. Um, but in those situations, there's also going to be inheritance. Yep. Or gifts that other people can accept. Mm-hmm. And we gotta know how to do that as well. Yeah, and make sure that that next generation that's receiving that is set up correctly too, and you're putting them in a good situation. You know, I'm going through this list that we're we're looking at because we're both looking at the same list at the time. And you know, I've had this happen with almost every one of my, you know, I have had clients hit almost every yeah. one of these things that we're talking about, even even to the assisted living. Right. Well, and that's when we made it. It's so important. These are not extravagant things. These are things that happen every single day. And I guarantee if you're reaching out to your clients, you are going to run across multiples, um, yeah. really not one or the other. These are, are significant changes that need to be addressed and helped. You know, and this is, before we dive into some other milestones, you know, this is what I think is such an important aspect because we 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 think that these type of touch points to stay in front of your clients is incredibly important. Yes, and what so. we've seen from most organizations that we would be talking about other FMOs, IMOs, RAs, BDs, whatever, there may even if there are marketing programs, which we can debate whether or not they're successful or not. But even if there are other marketing programs yeah. out there. These are the type of things that you do to build a business, right? Those mother marketing programs normally are going to be what we would call a catalyst type yep. of driven program. It's getting in front of someone, getting them, you know, getting that marketing going, getting them in the office, closing that appointment. I mean, think about it. If you had a thousand people in your database, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you had a hundred people in your database and you send these type of conversations out to those, to those individuals out of that hundred, how many do you think have had a personal change like that? I mean, we just listed off every yeah. single one of them. And I would say that was probably 10 different households. I would at, at a minimum, right. at a minimum. And that was probably out of, you know, 20 or 30 people. I mean, yeah. but let's just say, you're able to now sit down one-on-one face-to-face with these with these clients and provide them value. Mm-hmm. When you have those type of actionable steps, you provide that type of value, two things happen. You are going to benefit your yourself and your practice, and Correct. you're going to benefit your client. And you will then, I guess the, the third deal would be to benefit your business over time because you're going to be doing something that most people don't do. Mm-hmm. Look at look at your organization that you're working with right now. Do they have anything like this? Much less a landing page, a whole automated series for emails, all these different things to go out to your clients to let them know what you can do in case these type of personal changes have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right? help you. Yeah, help you. And I mean, and when you think about it too, it also builds loyalty and referrals as well. Because mm-hmm. if client A says, oh yeah, I just, you know, met with my advisor. He just because he wanted to go over these end of year stuff. And the other one is like, hmm, I've never had that conversation before, but I did have those changes and I had those questions. It would have been really nice if someone kind of, you know, mentioned them to me. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And it's not just those personal issues. There could be like birthday milestones too. Of course. Yeah. So we saw a lot of changes, obviously, within RMDs. We kind of mentioned it earlier, 2020, people didn't necessarily have to take it. And then they also changed the age to it. You know, so are they aware of that opportunity within the RMD if they don't need to uh, use it, what are they doing with it? I just had a great idea with the RMD. Tell me. I started thinking of OPP. Yeah, you know me. Right? We should do an RMD rap song. No, let's not. You don't think so? I'm not rapping. So what are you you saying? (laughs) My idea is not good? Uh, You can go for it. I'll be your hype man. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 RMD. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll have to work on it over the you weekend. You work on that one and yeah. let me know. Yes. For those of you that think I should do a rap song with RMDs, please write into info at motivatedadvisors.com. Let me know because if I get encouragement, uh, this could be uh, yeah. the good thing. I don't know if this could be good or bad. Moving on. Um, so we have some advisors that uh, also work with Medicare. So did your client turn 65 this year? Um, Social Security, you know, are they eligible to receive it? Did they turn 62? Does 62 make sense? 65, 66, yeah. 67, 70, right. any month in between? When does that make sense? You know, you you did mention before I interrupted about my rap song. Um, what do they do with the RMD? Yes. If you're not utilizing your RMD, one thing you should be asking your clients is how many times do they want to be taxed on that RMD? Yep, most definitely. Especially going into a situation where we, you know, the current administration, with all respect, they ran on raising taxes. Right. We know they're going there up was, one way or another for yeah, no everybody. Secret. It's not just, you know, the super mega rich. It's, it's going to happen across the board. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely no secret within yeah. that one. 59 and a half. So if you are one of those unfortunate yes. individuals or maybe fortunate, maybe you're ready to be done with work. Right. And you're 59 and a half. Can you, do you, should you start utilizing your qualified money as mm -hmm. a way to uh, live the lifestyle that you want to live? Right. Or is it too early? How about maybe like a 72 T if you got laid off even earlier? Yep. Those are all different strategies that you can talk to people about dealing with milestones. Mm -hmm. that yeah. Go along with it. And even if you're a little bit younger, you know, did someone turn 50 this year? Can they do catch up contributions at that time? Chris turns 50 tomorrow. He does. Yeah. Yeah, we Maybe just, we should have that conversation we with probably him. Should. Does we he just, need to throw a little bit more in there? One of the team members, we just took him out to lunch. And uh, yeah, he's going to be 50 tomorrow. So mm -hmm. that's where we went to the, the that's, that's, hibachi. hibachi. Yeah. yeah so those guys, um, you know, that's just some of the items that are really important that you talk to your clients. So what we want to do, we always kind of say that we put our money where our mouth is. Um, we had this conversation with our advisors. We provided them a lot of tools and collateral. So we actually want to do the same for you. Mm -hmm. So we always say kind of at the end of this that we are here to help regardless if you are with Motivate or not. Obviously. Obviously, you get awesome help when you are with us, but um, we're actually going to offer you guys all the collateral that we are giving our advisors. So pretty much everything that we discussed, um, the different talking points, the checklist that we went through, um, you know, we'll go through a few more things. So if you guys, if this is something that you can utilize uh, to put yourselves in, you know, a better situation with your clients, benefit yourself, benefit them, let us know. Um, we're going to send all this to you. Yeah, we'll send it out to you. No problem. No questions asked. No yeah. strings attached. If you are listening to this podcast, but you did not receive the email from us with, with the button to get this information from, yeah. just email us. We'll We'll send it off to you at info at Motivate Advisors, M-O-T-I-V, the number eight advisors, O-R-S, dot com, and we'll get that off to you. Mm -hmm. Or they can call us, right? Yep, 772-247-4488. That's our local number. Um, so then what about he, the long, what if people don't want to pay long distance? Okay. What if, I mean, come on. 877-766-8488. Eight, seven, seven, six, six, eight, eight. I know you like to say the Motivate one, but I always mix it up in my head. Yeah, but so. now hearing you say it, I think I had the wrong number the whole time. I, I was going 877-8-Motivate. No, eight seven 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 six six eight four eight eight. Yeah. Damn. Anyways. No wonder why. No so I know. Weird. <laughs> no, they call my 772 number. Um, so we've talked about, you know, the things to look at. So then the next question always is, how do I do it? How do so I set this thing up? How do we set this bad boy up? I'm overwhelmed, Cassie. I don't even know where to start. Yes. I love checklists. I'm a little bit. um Nerdy. Nerdy. Organized. I, well, I was going to say the A word, but you always make fun of me because I say something Organized wrong. nerd. Oh, OCD. Um, so the first thing that we suggest doing is prioritize your clients. Um, and this 
this can be used in a, a few different ways. So you can prioritize by who do you think might benefit from this the most? Mm -hmm. um, who do you feel has a really good opportunity uh, to, you know, help them, but also close that business? Or you can look at it. Maybe you have your A plus, your A, your B clients, um, you know, so those that are very loyal and um, refer you things along those lines, you know, go ahead and prioritize your clients so you know who you're calling first and then really work down your list. Yeah. And make sure if I would, if I could make a recommendation, I would make this a personal call. Yes. I would make this a call where you or whoever's running your back office contacts that person mm -hmm. individually and has a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Yes. You know, what we're trying to stress to people right now, especially in today's marketing age of having CRMs like ours, like Automate, mm -hmm. the number one, the most important key component that you can possibly have for your client or prospect is what? An email. An email. It's the number one thing. Yes. Number two is actually going to be their cell phone. Yes. It is not their home phone. It is their cell phone. Why? Because if you have a great CRM like ours at, Mo at, at Demotivate, which we call Automate, you are able to send SMS text, text sure. messages to them. They can respond to you. It's a fantastic way to go. From there, you want to have their phone number and then mm -hmm. you want to have their address. Making sure that you have those things dialed in is going to be very important. Um, and also it lets them know that you're thinking about them. Right. Yeah. And like you said, make it a personal phone call. And even so one of our advisors is doing this and he was leaving a voicemail. And so we're going to go as detailed as what are you saying within the voicemail? And he let us know. Um, and, and we actually had a few suggestions mm -hmm. to more so keep it vague. Um, call them, say, Hey, there's a few things that I would like to talk to you about. Give me a call back. Let's go ahead and set an appointment. Thanks so much. Look forward to seeing you soon. And that's it. That's it. Um, and you do that for a few different reasons. Obviously, it's your touch point, um, but they're going to sit there and say, hmm, I wonder what they want to talk to me about. Sounds yeah. important. Let me go ahead and call them and schedule that appointment. And psychologically, it's going to feel great for them to have someone actually reach out to them because right. they remember the past where no one even called them. Yep. So you're already ahead of the curve. You're already letting them know you're ahead of the curve mm -hmm. and you're on top of this stuff. In addition to that, you want to follow up with an email. Uh, making sure that you're keeping in touch. Let them know where the appointment is. Let them know the time the appointment is. Let them know what to expect from that appointment, that you're yeah. looking forward to seeing them. Just a really great reminder, and it shows a lot of professionalism if you do that. Yeah, and if it's more on a personal basis and you know there are certain things that you want to be reviewed, go ahead and ask them to bring those in. Um, if you know, you can make a little checklist that you can email to them and have them, you know, kind of download it as a PDF. These are the things that I want to cover after you've already set that appointment. So small little touch points that makes them feel prepared. It's going to help you be more efficient and then and everybody be aligned to of what the meeting is about. Yeah. And one danger I would definitely look to avoid would be the danger of assumption. Yes. So if you've, if you have these folks as your clients, if they're currently clients of yours, you may have a, a really annoying nag to assume that you know exactly what they want to talk about or what they're looking for. You might be completely wrong. Yeah. So as they say, never assume uh, because it makes an ass out of you and me. So don't assume on this whole thing. Make sure you allow them to talk. Let them let them discuss with you what their concerns are and see if there's ways that you're going to be able to help them, mm -hmm. especially with prospects as well. Yes. 
Um, you're going to be able to show them that you're a different type of advisor than what they're used to, but never assume with that type of scenario, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And at the same time, um, make sure you're prepared. So have any, in, you know, pertinent information updated prior to the meeting. Um, you know, so if you need some annual statements, if you want to look at what their portfolio have done, um, you know, if you want to pull up their regular financial plan to discuss if there's been any, any changes with them. Benny, um, ben, ben, any, Ben, any, Ben, any, I'm just adding it together. Ben, any. We talked a lot about beneficiaries. Right. So it's Benny Any. Benny Any. Yes. Um, So as you're doing this, really, when you've got those things set up, the next thing I would suggest is um, identify any potential business beforehand. You know, have that. But don't assume. Don't assume. But identify. (laughs) Those are two totally different things. Um, If someone in the past has said, you know, I'm supposed to get an inheritance or I'm selling this property and you haven't quite heard has that happened as of yet, you know, be ready for that. Know it so you can ask and address it when they do come in. Yeah. One key component for that for me is I make sure I read all the notes um, from previous appointments just to make sure that I can refresh my memory on the last type of conversations we had, Mm -hmm. which will then put you in a position where you can actually continue that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and they get to see that, you know, you're staying updated on their information. Nobody remembers everything that's going on. You're not going to remember every single appointment, but I guarantee if you pull little snippets of different appointments and you bring that back up, that client's going to appreciate it. And they're going to say, wow, they really do listen to me and they know what's going on. That's the fact. Most definitely. Um, And then I kind of mentioned this in the beginning. So this is when we want you to really specifically explain the value that you've provided to them. Um, So, and be able to reiterate that and the importance of it. And it's not talking about a return. Um, or, you know, how much their annuity grew. Um, It's specifically letting them know maybe what you did in the background that they have no idea you were working on. Mm -hmm. You know, what your Mm -hmm. team has done to help facilitate stuff. What is the different service that you're giving them? Maybe you made changes to something in the background. Obviously, if you need their permission, you did that as well. Um, But it was something that you just saw was important. So you went ahead and did it. That is going to reiterate the value that you're providing your clients that a lot of times they just straight forget about education's good one if you yeah. took any type of a, a additional certifications yes. or anything that came along with that these are all really good things to really reinforce it and let them know that they're with the good one we appreciate yeah. y'all for being good ones that's, that's a big yes. deal so if you're looking for this type of collateral if you're looking for these checklists these different mm-hmm. uh scripts and everything that we have to be able to get you in front of your clients and let them know you're thinking about them and adding that value towards the end of the year just give us a shout or yep. click the button on the email or Email us directly or send us a carrier pigeon. It's easy. Everything that that we, well, it's, it's clapping pigeons. You know, they do it kind of in the movies. That's how they were messaging. Never seen that movie. Oh yeah. Well, that's a different type. That could be on me. Either you're weird or it's on me. It's a little bit of both. Um, But anyways, (laughs) guys, so I always like to throw these out when we're talking about these reviews. Make each customer feel really um, special. Um, Be timely and transparent. And if there were some issues, let's turn those lemons into lemonade. I do like that last part. That's good. That's good. Squeeze. I like it. I like it. Look forward to hearing from everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here uh, for Motivate You. I'm Michael Terrio. Cassie Adafero. Appreciate you all for jumping on. We'll talk to you next week. Have a wonderful week and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks, guys. Take care now.